All right, here we are. Um, this is Exalted, Princes of the Universe, Season 3, Episode 5, C, the Majestics episode. I'm uh, Devin here, and we got with us today... Nicole, playing the Majestic. So, right now we're doing the solo session for the Majestic. Uh, so far, if you've been paying attention, uh, we have previously done the Wolf, um, the Killer Queen... And this is the Majestics. Uh, there isn't going to be a Wanderer session due to gross incompetence on someone's part. Dude. I won't say who. <laughs> Dude. We're still going to do a session now. No, there's no time. Like Friday's in two days. We got amped tomorrow. True enough. And also, just kind of hovering around is Kevin. He's in the kitchen making chocolate chip cookies. Hi. So many cookies. All right, listeners, let's move along. What do you think, Nicole? Uh, I think that Garfunkel is fantastic. Oh my god. <laughs> We're talking about characters from other RPGs. Not still Simon and Garfunkel, Garfunkel. Yeah. Although his, although his trainer was called Simon. Simon and Garfunkel are in the uh, the news recently with Batman vs. Superman, the, the Ben Affleck trailer. Or <laughs> what? Whatever. Oh, Okay, so Batman v Batman v Superman, the movie where Batman sues Superman, uh, came out and over the Easter weekend because we need to cram as many Jesus allegories in as we can. And I saw it, and it was exhausting. I actually left the theater tired, and this was on a day off. Like I slept in, I got up, I, I took the elevator down in our apartment to the theater that's in the basement of our building. Saw it, took the elevator back up. Took a pee, lied down, and basically had to go to sleep because I was just tired. That movie is exhausting. Um, but it's being panned right now. It has like 30% of Rotten Tomatoes and nobody liked it because it's, oh man, oh buddy. But there's, there's, uh, this, this video out with, um, Cavill and Ben Affleck and they're both talking about the movie and, uh, someone talks about how shitty the ratings are doing and, right. and Henry Cavill starts talking about the movie, but then Ben Affleck just kind of shuts down. Like, he literally shuts down almost. His eyes go half shut. He stares directly ahead and for the next... 15 seconds he doesn't blink or show any facial movements and someone dubbed over the sound of silence by simon and garfunkel over it as he basically thinks about how badly this movie went appropriate yeah which was famously taken from uh uh arrested development with the character of uh job there that that happened a lot in the newer season but you might not know this nicole um zach schneider the guy who did batman vs superman he also did watchmen which is probably the only watchable movie he ever made. Uh, this is the guy. Who, eh, eh, eh. No, this is the guy that did um, uh, um, the the movie with the the women in it who are in an insane asylum. Super bad, super punk, hot shot, smash face. I don't know what the name of the movie. Was. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, it was these chicks. Were oh, in the same they asylum. were like strippers, but everyone, they were like they were like. They're like all naked and they were insane and fighting and being raped a lot. And then it was like a woman empowerment movie because they showed a lot of ass. It, it was it was a woman empowerment movie by Zack Snyder that all of the trashy chicks from Thunder Bay liked, like uh, Sarah Ostaff. Shout out to shout out to Thunder Bay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all all the trashy chicks we know were like that's a female empowerment movie, super punk. I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck it is. I've never seen it. I don't know anything and, uh, about the, it. Other the, the, the plot the of the movie is there's this one chick. And she was being abused by her uncle, and her uncle murdered her sister, and he throws her into a woman's insane asylum so he can get their inheritance. 
And the only way that she can suffer through being abused constantly by men, because men are nothing but predators in this entire movie, is she does a sex strip dance to bewitch them. And it puts her mind into a movie where she's a female empowerment figure, uh, murdering people with machine guns and fighting ogres in samurai Japan. And there's... Sucker punch. Sucker punch. punch. Thank you, Kevin. That was Kevin being just furious with us. (laughs) That was Kevin. Uh, Sucker punch with Zack Schneider. And, uh, uh... Yeah, that was her way of coping, was to imagine a different movie where there were no consequences, no stakes, nothing happened, Uh, all women were independent people who don't need no men, and were only able to get away from men by tricking them with sex, and all men were violent rapists. Ah, the old wandering womb. (laughs) And, uh, so that was like the movie he did, and he also did Watchmen, only one that was watchable, and it had Sound of Silence in it when uh, the comedian died, spoiler alert. The comedian, by the way, the actor who played the comedian, who plays uh, uh, Papa Papa uh, Smurf Winchester in Supernatural. What? Yeah, Holy yeah, shit. yeah. The comedian is Papa Winchester in Supernatural. That probably explains why I just couldn't stand that fucking character in Supernatural. <laughs> he also plays Bruce Wayne's father in Batman vs Superman. Oh man, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Batman vs. Superman opens... Spoilers. I don't give a shit. This movie's terrible. You're... You're... Just, what? You fucking listeners. Um, <laughs> they, again, for like the seventh, 17th time at the beginning of the fucking movie... Wait, wait. Everyone, show everyone, us, everyone, everyone, again. Spoiler alert. Spoiler show alert. Show us the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne. Spoiler alert. Batman's parents are dead. Spoiler, Batman is Bruce Wayne. Spoiler alert. Not Bruce Bane from Brisbane. (laughs) Though, I should point out that Bane is Bruce Wayne's brother. What? Comic books are stupid. Who the fuck? By the dad, I guess? Comic books are stupid. No, like, by the dad? And, like, they live together in the Wayne mansion, and, like, he's in a Speedo and, like, a suit and stuff the whole time. No, he's not. Yeah, totally. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need the mask in this. They just hang out all the time. And then he just started taking steroids and it went down a different life path? No, this is after he breaks his back and puts him in a wheelchair for a while. They find out they're brothers and they make up. How the fuck are they brothers? Uh, spoiler alert for a comic that was really bad, they're not. What the fuck is even happening? Comic books are stupid. Anyway, the movie opens with the death of Martha and Thomas Wayne a fucking gang. Alright, I've seen these- Everyone knows that they're dead. I have seen these cunts die for the last 26 years since Batman 89, okay? I get it. They're fucking dead. They're cadaverific. They didn't love their son enough to not go down that alley in Crime Alley in Gotham. (laughs) They were shitty parents. It might not have been called Crime Alley at the time. (laughs) I think it was called Crime Alley after the Wades were murdered in cold blood behind it. Alright, but it's like, oh, let's go down this back alley, Martha. It's like, but Tom, what if we get murdered and our son turns into an overgrown man-child sociopath? And it's like, shut the hell up, woman. And then he slapped her. You didn't see that part. Um, but that's, we see the Waynes die again, and it is, it is exhausting to see. They drag it out for like 15 minutes, too. Alright, like, I'm used to seeing them die, because I've seen them die in movies and TV shows, and I've seen it happen in comic book panels, and I've seen it happen in all the video games they'll show us them dying. So I'm used to the, this 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 necrophiliac kind of fetish of watching these two parents be murdered in front of me. But they drag it out for 15 minutes in this movie. Like, there's a part that where, where each individual gunshot is in slow motion. Like, um, 
And, and this one, Tom is a big piece of shit. Because he's holding his kid and his wife. And instead of uh, Joe Chill being all tricky and shooting them by accident because he jumped the gun or there was a loud noise. Uh, he actually grips his hand. like He takes his hand and goes to fight the mugger and gets himself murdered. And then Martha's freaking out and... Joe Chill puts the gun in her face, like right in her face, and like gets the the pearls around it. Give me your pearls, lady. And then it zooms in on the gun, and in slow motion, like one frame a second, the slide goes back, twists the pearls, shatters the pearls, they all start falling to the ground, and the gun goes right into her stupid fucking face, and that dumb bitch dies. So she has a hole in her face. So the funeral for Thomas and Martha Wayne was a closed casket. Yes. I, I I'm really glad Zack Schneider. Let me know that Martha Kent's face was too fucked up from the gunshot. Martha, Martha, Martha Wayne, Martha Wayne's face was too <laughs> fucked up by the gunshot for for there to be that. The last time Bruce Wayne ever saw his wife, his his, his fucking mother, was was the fucking hole in her face after her dad got them killed. I'm picturing like falling on the ground, like still half alive, being like, yeah, gurgling. She basically out, she's twitching and, the kids and stuff. And sitting there looking at her, and that's the entire movie. She's basically twitching and stuff too. And then, and then Thomas Wayne is still alive because he didn't get his brains blown off the back of his skull, uh, like your uh, spouse in Fallout Four. Spoilers. Uh, uh, he's like Martha, not my son. I'm sorry, I got us killed and scarred you. But he's like Martha, I loved you more than Bruce. <laughs> he does not say that. Whatever. I am sick of watching the Waynes die. Alright, I'm pretty sure the only person more sick of seeing the Waynes die than me is probably Bruce Wayne when he goes to sleep at night. <laughs> oh, dude, they call back to it in the movie. He has a dream where he goes, to, he, he puts a lot of flowers on a lot of graves in this movie. Like, Bruce Wayne puts flowers on one of the Robin's graves and, like, Superman's grave because he dies at the end. Well, Batman's just, you know, button smash. He's just pressing X. Yeah, he's it. pressing X to pay respects. And and he puts flowers on uh, in a dream sequence on his parents' graves. Not even in real life. He does it in real life, but then he does it again. And then blood starts running out of his mother's tomb. And a bat monster, like the vampire lord form from Skyrim, comes out of the tomb with tits and, like, attacks him and tries to rip him apart in a dream sequence. Majestic. Uh, Juan May is empty of people that matter to you. <laughs> the Wolf and uh, Tepe de Java, the Rose Black, took the Vermilion Legion and went to Rathus to conquer it. That's nice. They that's, went on foot. That's nice. I mean, Rathus, first stage city, lots of first stage wonders. Um, I mean, I mean, I wasn't aware that the sea wolf was an expert on first stage wonders, but I mean, that that's cool. That's cool. I think the way Tepe de Java put it is, you don't need to be an expert on anything to kill every living thing in your new town. Mm, true. Although everything there might kill you. Well, he is a solar exalt. He's cut from the same cloth you are. And. If a bunch of first stage wonders decide to shoot him in the face... He's cut from the same cloth the Wanderer is. Yeah. And as we all saw last uh, whole session, the Wanderer can take a few to the face. Yeah. He did take a pretty rough beating. He did. <laughs> uh, the Killer Queen has left... Oh, uh, the, the, the wolf also left with a few Dragon Kings. Uh, the Killer Queen also left... Did you bring Dragon Kings with you, Kevin? No. No. With the entire Abyssal Circle. Where'd she go? 
Uh, to find the fucking child. Well, I guess it's about time someone got on that, considering all the other people we've gotten to try to check it out seem to be either wasting their time or grossly incompetent. No, they found the information that led Kevin onto the uh, the killer queen onto the right path. And now that one of us is actually doing something, something might actually be done. Yep, that was always the plan with you guys. Also, awesome. Yes. Because this means I can actually get a good night's sleep. Yes, the killer queen is not there to haunt you. Which is just, which is wonderful. I'm just going to sleep everywhere. So long. The Wanderer uh, also left earlier in the day. The fuck he go? Uh, Wanmei shows you... Um, it, Wanmei's been having interference problems just as the with the different titans around and stuff. Shit. Um, but Wanmei shows you kind of a, a recreation of what the Traveler, or what the Wanderer was doing. Uh, he was walking out by the place he likes to work out and lift things. Uh, and on a little tiny pedestal was a large, uh, probably football-sized egg uh, on a pedestal made of chocolate. And he went and he took it and started to eat it, ate all of it. And then about 10 feet directly away from that was another one. And then another one. And then another one. And he walked eight hours from the center of town, out of town, following the egg trail. There are many reasons why this is disturbing. <laughs> one of which is... The close-up of the eggs shows they have the Doncast symbol on them. One of which is the fact that he just followed a trail of candy outside of the town. I mean, I had thought that my tutoring was getting through to him. You know, maybe sharpening his wit a little bit. Apparently not. Another reason why this is disturbing is because someone is encroaching on my territory of being the primary desserteer of what A chocolatier? A I was going to say a chocolatier because Willy Wonka. No. Now I secretly hope that whatever happened to the Wanderer is Willy Wonka, but it's not. Because I already know what it is. The Wanderer goes off on his own adventure. He also okay. brings uh, that lunar chick with him. Oh, she's just like, oh, piece of candy as well. She kind of noticed, like, she was just hanging around the outskirts of town in the, ba- in the Badlands, as they're called. Because your city's that large that has Badlands. Where like the nature is encroaching onto it, and she was just there hunting uh, deer. <laughs> no, you're in the forest. To the We're in the desert. De- the desert. Uh, I guess she was hunting scorpions and like deer-sized scorpions. Oh fuck! So you know, she just kind of saw what was going on and wanted to just join in. So just to be clear, lunar. Girl is the daughter of the person the Killer Queen beat to death? Lunar Girl is Anna from Final Fantasy IV. Tell us, daughter, that the Killer Queen beat to death with a staff for no reason. I have that in the meeting room, but everyone can find it there. Her solar boyfriend is Edgar from Final Fantasy IV, the bard, who you all lovingly call Pea Pants. He is a solar exalt, he is a Twilight cast, he is a expert lore master and musician. He has zero respect from you people. I don't know his name. Uh, Desert Melody. And also, I don't think I've ever called him P-Pants. I think I've always called him... That guy. That guy. The, the guy. The, 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 boy, the husband of the girl whose father we beat to death. Yeah. That's his name. Secondary character. <laughs> the C-team, as it were. You got the A-team. You know, the A-list characters. The main characters of the show, which is you guys. 
the B-listers, which are like your allies, the Abyssal Circle, probably Admiral Sand, and then you got the C-listers, the ones that they only bring out for like single episodes when, uh, you know, they want to do like something different or weird. Or comic relief. Or comic relief. Okay. Okay. So, so everyone's fucking gone. Yep, you're left to your own devices in Wan Mei to work on the directional titan, the Five Days Darkness. Um, you receive regular... Also up. the... Sword. The Diclave. You're also uh, in relative contact with uh, Shockwave and the Alchemical Host through her uh, uh, triangular flat people. Through her host. The flat people. They, they're, they're not really drones of her. They seem to have their own souls and personality like people do. They just can. They just keep in touch. Like they, they curry matters and letters and stuff. I was calling them her host. Like yeah. a host of angels. They're her host. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Um, yeah. The Five Days Darkness is coming along now that it has... It, it, it's all manpower work at this point. The, the crafting you've done um, has fixed the, the, the more critical parts of it. The, the Directional Titan is enormous. It is the size of a mountain that flies. Um, you've fixed all, all the very delicate stuff that just manpower couldn't fix. Um, and it requires basically the, the last few blessings to get the, the, the kind of core systems of it running. Uh, but after that, Admiral Sand will probably have to dump just a lot of manpower to get it up and running. Right. And also, it's, it was scuttled of all weapons and stuff in, the, in time. And we are getting the realm, or not the realm, fuck, I always mix them up. We are getting the guild to uh, work through its various contacts to get in contact with the Evan. Not the Evan Dragon. Five Days Darkness yep. <laughs> to uh, get to see if, if I can get him to do the blessing. Yes, Five Days Darkness uh, is basically being reached out to. Um, you were saying out of session that you wanted to talk to the Traveler. Yes, um, I want to talk to him about assassinations that we want to do, but also. I don't know any Lunars besides that one that followed the Wanderer out of town. Um, I don't really want to send him a blanket like, hey, let's hang out sometime, Dream, because that's stupid. And I also don't really want him in Wanmei. He can like shapeshift into people. I, I don't really want him anywhere near us. Although he might already be here considering he can shapeshift into people. It is possible he might have never left the city. Yeah. That's shitty. I wonder if there's a way it's to why the, It's that. why the realm has... You think you got it bad? Think of how bad the realm has it with this kind of shit. <laughs> he could have knocked off any one of the nameless followers you have and just taken their place. Hmm. And you would never know the difference because all your people are kind of nutty. In theory, Wan Mei could uh, figure out eventually. Wan Mei is a god, and he has uh, Measure the Wind, which kind of allows him, through his own unique way, to kind of gauge the the spiritual uh, core of an entity. But he has to do it in person. So we, so every person would have to like walk in front of him and go through a security screen, and so many things could happen. Yeah, exactly. And someone could figure that out real quick that that's what's happening, and just swap with someone who already got cleared. Exactly. All right. But if you want to set up a meeting with um, 
the traveler that can be ranged. You just have to go to a neutral ground, basically. Yeah, exactly. I would want to go to a neutral place. Um, I don't know how to contact him to arrange that. Hmm. I guess I could send him a dream being like, I want to meet with you in neutral grounds. The Traveler has actual, like like you knew when he, before you knew he was a lunar, the Traveler had holdings in the West. Like he has like businesses and like, like merchant ventures. You could probably reach him through there. Okay. Again, your guild at contacts push on through. And if you, uh, yeah, you, you keep, con- you're, you're still constructing those military kits. Oh, yeah. Those, those mercenary kits, basically. So, uh, anyone can kind of be outfit with really good gear and that's doing really well. Awesome. In the last little while, they've, they've basically sold, they started to sell out of that initial stock you gave them for free. And they're basically using it to kind of gauge how popular and how many rebuys or how many bulk orders are going to be coming in from like private military armies. Scavenger lords are big on that. Uh, people like Admiral Sand who are like, um, you know, bandit kings and pirates are also like actual privateers and stuff are, are getting in on this too. Okay. Um, Your kid's versatile enough that anyone could just take it and not have anything go to waste. Now, to clarify, it wasn't for free. It was yeah. to clear our debt. Yeah, but basically, there's that stock that they're burning through that you're not getting paid for. Yeah, we're not getting paid. But but it's seeding the market. We're getting paid in a reduction of our debt, which is essentially just getting paid. Yeah. That's fine. I just wanted to make that very clear that that's what was happening, and I didn't just fuck that up. Because I'm not very good at bureaucracy, man. None of us are. Yeah, literally none of us are. No, none of you guys are. So, you want to meet with Five Days Darkness, you want to meet with the... Traveler. Traveler. Is there anyone else you want to get in contact with in this kind of solo roleplay session? Those are only really the important, uh, like, the people I'd want to get in contact with. I do want to um, approach Admiral Sand. He did say that he can remember all his past lives. Okay. Uh, I want to see if he can teach me to do that. Hmm. All right, do you want to do that one first? Yeah, sure. All right. Admiral Sand is aboard the Five Days Darkness, supervising his Mad Max-style insane raiders as they're uh, going through the repairs and such. Also, the countless amounts of demons he summons to do his bidding because he's a warlock. He's so good at demons. Right. Most of them he brings in Unbound. He, uh, he has charms, and he his charms allow him to manipulate sorcery in different ways and stuff, and he can just crack open a hole into Malpheus and let them pour on out. Interesting. Yeah, he uh, he knows how to cheat the system. What? All right, I'm just finding a appropriate soundtrack. Let me pause. The Five Days Darkness hangs in a uh, well. It just hangs above your city. It doesn't orbit. It doesn't move. It doesn't ever really drift from its hovering. Like it has engines, but uh, and and sort of essence repulsors and and various sorcerous means for it to hover. But it's not like a buoyant thing. It's not like something in water. It just stays there, nailed to the sky where it, uh, where you turned, where you left it. Uh, it's pretty eerie. Some of your villagers, if, if you ever, or not villagers, but um, citizens, if you ever ask their input, like Kana tells you that it, it almost feels like it's, um, like it's not there. Like it's so still. It's so quiet. It reflects light and stuff, and. Uh, you know, it, it's there, but it feels like it's it's like an illusion or like it's a like it's too out of this world to be real. 
Interesting. Don't really know what to make of that. Just okay. Hey, it's the mortal perspective. This thing's the size of a mountain and looks like a sun. And, you know, because of how the grapevine works when you talk about its capabilities, uh, many people have picked up that directional titan, as they call it in the old language, didn't refer to uh, like like a classification of ship size, like triremes or warships or uh, sailboats. It refers to the range of its armaments. Really? Yeah, you know that. Is that real? Like, yeah, yeah. Directional oh, wow. titans mean that's the range it can fire from. That's the range of its influence. Shit. So that's kind of gone down the grapevine. It's unbelievable because it's right there, and then you know maybe two days, three days by by foot over the horizon, there's another one. And that freaks people out. But yeah, it's unnatural the way it stays. When people think of floating island, they again, they think something like floating in water. Like a log or, or like, you know, uh, lotus leaves going down a stream. This thing is just pinned right to the sky. It scares people. But uh, Admiral Sand is uh, hanging out at one of the outermost walls. Because the, the whole thing's built in gyroscopes and layers on the inside. Um, and he's hanging out one of the outer walls, uh, just supervising, um, um, demons. Demons you haven't quite seen before. Different first, uh, tier breeds that are a little obscure. They look like salamanders and frogs, uh, with, uh, kind of, um, they're almost shaped kind of like weather-worn statues and have, like, gems all over them. And they're, uh vomiting something up on like raw on like the the metal like they're chewing up or chalk and vomiting out in liquid form and patching up holes and stuff awesome yeah gonna like inspect one of them on my way through it, they're yeah it looks at you it stays away they're maybe dog sized big dog sized they just scuttle about in their business they're intelligent as demons are demons have a person intelligence but they uh they don't really talk. Neat. All sorts of demon breeds in Malpheus. Emerald Sun is not lounging. He is standing, um, kind of leaning. First. Yeah, <laughs> he's leaning over a balcony in uh, what looks like some sort of a silk and feather boa work clothes or work overalls. Um, bedazzled a unitar or a, like a coverall or something. Basically, <laughs> uh, he's leaning on the balcony, and one hand is just idly playing with the butt of uh, what looks like a um, a, a crude <laughs> sledgehammer that's uh, tipped in uh, jade and uh, like basalt. You could have used the word better than butt. The end, the butt, the... the you, you say he's pl- idly playing with the butt of, and we assume it's going to be a living thing that he's playing with the butt of. This is Admiral Sam we're talking about here. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> In his other hand, he has a long, uh... Cigarette. God damn it, you guys. You just noticed Admiral Sand was a little Freudian? <laughs> Good lord. We're not talking about Admiral Sand. <laughs> Good lord, people. Look on his face. You can't even see my face, bitch. I can always see your face. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anywho. I'm gonna walk up and uh, basically wave. Ah, hello. Hello. 
What can I do for you, mechanic? Well, I remember you saying that you can remember your past lives. Your past incarnations. Last one. Just your last one? Everything else gets scrubbed. Well, that's actually all I would need. Would you be able to teach me that? Hmm, well... It's possible. I think a lot of what what keeps my memories going is uh, a lack of attention to detail when I was raised up above the mortal stock. Someone overlooked doing it. But I could put you in the right direction, show you a few tricks, maybe call it a few historical markers that might anchor you in. That'd be fantastic. What are you interested in? I want to know about my past life. I want to, uh, there's a certain project I was working on that I'd like to find. Um, and remember any details that I can about it. Hmm. Wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't remember how to, how to do his Admiral Sand voice. Well, I have no idea. I just keep doing what you're doing. All right, and we're back. All right. I think I could help you out. You could probably give you a hint or two. Maybe point you in the right direction. Show you... Maybe a hint of where you might have kept notes. That'd be great. All right. What do you remember? Do I remember about my past life? Oh, it's all jumbled up. It's really hard to tell where one ends and one begins because mm-hmm. they're all out of order and stuff. Mm-hmm. Didn't she have a remember? Uh, she remember the Countess being bald by the Queen in multiple past lives, wasn't it? Yeah, she also remembers like you know uh, setting up libraries, launching ships and war striders, mm-hmm. uh, putting together like. You know, uh, energy systems and municipal projects, like, you know, giant uh, dams and, like, uh, aquifers and stuff. So, mm-hmm. it is all over the place. Yeah, exactly. It's really hard to narrow down what was in what life. Well, it sounds to me like that's your problem. You need to figure out who you were last. Once you have that, you can point toward yourself towards clues, help you remember. The most up-to-date... Yes, the most recent um, incarnation that I know for a fact would be... Ah, the battleship. Yes. Couldn't remember her name. Shockwave? Yeah. Shockwave. You can poke around there, but if you want up to date, I can think of one place where they kept pretty smooth records. It's pretty high up. You sure? Pretty out of the way. No, 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 no. You wouldn't keep these kind of records in that bureaucracy. Pretty high up, though. Pretty far away. Bit of a climb. Mount Maru. Can't get there. Not with that attitude. (laughs) That's literally the center of the realm. Yep. (laughs) 
High above, high above the Empress's little palace, high above the Imperial Mance, there's the mountain that goes up, 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 and up. And at the very top, Senate House, Senate Building, Center of the Deliberative. All the records and archives are there. Hmm. I remember it like it was yesterday. Different man, different set of parts. Hmm. I know someone that might be able to get in there, but I don't know how I would get in there. Well, it's always nice to be a little hands-on, but there's something to be said for delegating. The only person I know that would most likely be able to get there isn't necessarily someone I would trust with this kind of... Although, I mean, knowing who I was in my past life, I don't know how much damage that would do. Hmm. Also, I don't really want to owe this person too much, though. Well, there's another way you could go about it. If you have the time or the money. Hire an archaeology team. Have them check realm catalogs. Look shy catalogs. See what uh, what tombs were most recent. Mm. Narrow it down from there. Any of them famous for being handy? Hmm. Any of them have a bird motif? <laughs> I wish the Countess were here. <laughs> that would be the easiest way to Speaking go Speaking of birds. <laughs> it's too bad she went and flew that coop. Uh, yes, but necessary. Alright. If you were interested in the Maru operation, I would be looking to give a hand. I have unfinished business. Oh? I left the stove on. I would definitely want to go back and check in on that. Don't want to see my wardrobe burn down. He, the way he talks makes it sound like that's a joke that I should get, like it's a pun. And I'm like, I don't get it. Alright, you got me. There is an ulterior motive. It's my powder room. It has all of my little fineries in there. They don't make them like that anymore. Definitely want to get there. And by powder room? I mean my powder room. I'm basically dressed in rags and have horror makeup caked on my face. Well, A man's got to live. I wasn't going to say anything. God, it's disgraceful. <laughs> I could kill the next person to bring it up. <laughs> so if you want to break into the old office building, you just... Give me a ring. Send me a card. Okay. We'll um, see what we can do. I know a few ways in. Do you now? The obvious one is the Yushan Gate. It's right there at the top. First one they set up. Assuming that's... Oh, it still runs. Heavily guarded, though. Yes. <laughs> Don't want whatever's on Maru leech leaking into Yushan. Hmm. Alright. 
The other route sounds like it makes more sense. Like, not more sense, but sounds like it would be easier. Well. It would take longer. It's better if you're not into instant gratification. Hmm. Oh, shit. I don't even have music on. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> that was combat music. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, what do you think of Nicole? Nothing. I don't really... Yeah, go ahead and pause. So you're done with Animal Sound? Yep. Like, I'll stick around for a bit and, uh, like, oversee what he's, like, what he's doing, like, chat or whatever, but I don't have anything else important to talk to him about. Alright. Yeah, he's just, uh, overseeing construction, basically. Yep. Um, yeah, so... He's looking into outsourcing, trying to... He's having a doozy of a time tracking down armaments to load the load up into the directional titan. Yeah. Basically, uh, whatever main weapons it has are long since gone, and they were large and integrated and were probably scuttled during the Shogunate era. But uh, all the secondary weapons were also scuttled, and they're the easiest to replace, like, relatively speaking. Might not have directional range anymore, but it's still a battle fortress. Right. You can still stalk that thing with flying monkeys and whatnot. <laughs> So, I'm just going to send off the um, messages and stuff to contact Traveler. But other than that, I don't have anything else to do right now. Um, like, there's something I could do that, like, might help me along with remembering past life stuff. But... Those guys are dicks, so I'm not gonna do that. That flapper doesn't hold your most recent incarnation. Either. I know. They might be able to point me towards shit, though, but no. Um, I'll put out word for, um, like, basically information that might point towards my past life, like. Um, Archaeology team? Or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word is sent out? Mm, I'm gonna take a nap. I can just do that. I don't have to worry about being woken up by a crazy lady. There you go. Awesome. I don't have anything else to do. Basically waiting for contact? Essentially. Uh, waiting for contact. Like, all the other stuff I'm doing is background stuff. Like, I'm crafting all over the place. Like, I'm mm. working on the directional titan stuff. I'm working on the, um, the diaclave. I don't know if it has a special name or not. It's just the Diaclave, yeah. the, the project. It's a, uh, what was it, a thousand? It was like a 10,000 year Diaclave was the term they used for it. It's probably not actually 10,000 years old, but who can tell? <laughs> uh, yeah, so working on that, working on that. Um, that's it. I don't, I don't have anything else to do. All the, the stuff I'm doing is, uh, is very, like, um, little moves until stuff falls into place. 
The Dark Blade is going to require uh, you to find a solar-respected um, right. domain out in out somewhere, and basically nuke it into the uh, Dyclave to properly uh, catalyze its spiritual core. Right. Um, do I know of any of those besides, I think, Rathus you said last time? Rathus would have them. So would uh, Shackenzar. You can send people out to find that. Yeah, exactly. And basically coordinate with uh, people to go and check it out and whatnot. Exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, then the guild... We'll get back to you uh, on the Traveler and Five Days Darkness. Uh, Kana basically wakes you up and calls you up to the magic meeting room. I will get myself presentable and then go there. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, there is your guild representative. Um, they're in the magic meeting room. Con is there. You're there. The swan is up in the corner spinning its web. Bonk. Yeah. Yeah, it's doing that. Um, yeah, he like bows, shows deference to you and whatnot. So, uh, we were able to locate the, uh, the people you were looking for. Excellent. Uh, and we were able to arrange a meeting with them. And as it turns out, it's all in the same place. Oh, very excellent. (laughs) (laughs) We're aware that all parties involved want to meet at neutral ground. Yes. Uh. So, um, after some back and forth and a few of our more um, esoteric Eastern contacts, uh, we've arranged for you to uh, meet these individuals at the Lair of One Mahasuchi. I see. He's offered to act as host between all parties involved. We've had dealings with him previously, and... They've been tense, but profitable. Suppose the fact that they're both lunars doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's all right. Mahasuchi is interested more in himself than he is. You know, I don't. I don't have a lot of information to give about him. One of our earlier. Uh, Factors who tried to cross him ended up dead uh, for being disrespectful to him. He is a passionate individual. But he sells us a fair amount in tonnage of uh, scrapped artifice and first age technology that he uh, relieves from the realm whenever they try to incur into his realm. Or his war domain, as he calls it. So, the scrap trade is good. Do we have um, times? Uh, we were just waiting for, to get back to you whenever you want to take your sky shift. Okay. Um, out of character, should I do this alone? Sure. Okay, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if, like, this is something everyone should be involved in. Nah, fuck them. Alright. Um, what kind of information can I gather on Mahasuchi and, like, the culture of his... Uh, Mahasuchi is a ancient warlord 
Uh, he basically car he 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 appeared during the Shogun era and carved out a substantial amount of uh, of the East to himself. Um, fairly substantial, like like Canada size oh, wow. or like province sized, basically. And uh, he keeps it well uh, protected with his uh, children, which are go wolf minotaur hybrid beastmen that use guerrilla tactics and are savage and are cannibals and stuff. Like <laughs> he he's he is a known anathema, a lunar exalt, the worst anathema ever. The ones that are constantly hunted by the wild hunt. It's why the wild hunts call that because they go to the wild to hunt lunars. And he is in the heart of the East and has stayed there since the Shogunate era. Uh, he's pushed back to every uh, attempt they've the, the the realm has made into trying to exterminate him. Well, the Shogunate, <clears throat> then the realm af- afterwards. And um, what kind of um, traditions are there for him being the host for this kind of thing? Uh, if he is hosting, uh, he doesn't kill his guests he treats them with uh, he treats them well uh they have to show a certain amount of respect deference um he's huge on not honor but showing him his dues okay should like i bring a gift that that would help okay um what kind of this guy like he likes first age stuff no, he he sells that stuff to us after he destroys it. When he, uh, he, he his thing is destroying realm technology. The realm has lost maybe a dozen war striders to his war domain. Countless amounts of armor, die claves. Uh, what does he like? Livestock, food. Uh, he buys slaves. Um. I'm trying to think, like, like the factors, like, the guild contacts thinking. He's like, um... He likes... He has a taste for art, we think. But art that's built to last. Like, there are pyramids in his domain, like, Mayan-style pyramids with, like execution statues and like kind of large kind of stone edifices to like things he seems to like those interesting the majestic is not so much an artist <laughs> like yeah he he builds stuff and it's beautiful and wonderful but mostly it's it's not like you know. He's not. He's not gonna paint, sit down, and paint a picture. Like he, he's not an artist, really. So yeah, and also he seems to like statues, like Easter Island head style, like big statues. Not necessarily of him. There are those there. Uh, he does a lot of war along the rivers. Um, a boat. Okay. Like the guilds, the, the guildsman's like we we trade with him for resources. Uh, we get you know scrap from him, and we give him uh, resources or or information. Um, 
surplus weapons. Uh, nothing advanced, though. It's very hard to make deals with him. That's why we don't do it a lot. The, the last time we uh, traded with him, he gave us, I think it was three tons of various salvage, and we gave him 200 heads of cattle. probably do a boat. Um, I could probably, like, make, like, a, an art thing, but that's kind of outside of his wheelhouse. My wheelhouse. Right, yeah. Um, probably... Spend some time carving out, like, a war boat? Yeah. Make it all sturdy and shit. How am I going to get that to him? On the bottom of a skyship, probably. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. Um, I'll make it all, like, fearsome-looking and awesome and stuff, but, yeah. Boat. Alright, you spend time on that. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good crafter. I'm not even gonna make you do anything. It takes you maybe, like, a week. Awesome. Just one of those kind of war tirings they use. So, we are meeting with well, I'm meeting with um, both the Traveler and Five Days Darkness. Yeah. Uh, like at the same time, like they're both going to be there. Yeah. <clears throat> Five Days Darkness to hang like they were able to basically communicate what they wanted, and uh, he basically offered to meet you halfway in the east because he was hanging out somewhere else in the threshold. I don't know what kinds of things. Like, what can I offer him or the Traveler in exchange for what I want from them? Well, you don't have to bring it with, but you might want to have to talk with them. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know anything about them, really, so that's not going to help me. All right, yeah. I guess I'll go. All right. I will take myself. I will take Kana. Um... No one else is here anymore. Everyone left. There's Desert Melody. He does not seem like the type of person to bring into like a warlord's domain. He knows music. Yeah, he, he knows plays. music. He's also like a little piss pants wuss. Why would I bring him with me? He can play the harp. What? He intimately knows Lunar. Yeah, but like he's oh. been all up inside one. Yeah, he's been inside of one. You should bring him along. <laughs> Um, did his wife, like, know these people? Yeah, Monster's just the one that helped her out when she exalted. Because Jesus Christ, that's actually a pretty big deal, but she's not here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's not here. So, like, it's like, yeah, this is, like, the dude that she's boning or whatever. His wife? Girlfriend? His bitch. This is his bitch. His partner. just offered him up. I'm not the killer queen. I'm not going to start offering people in trade. He knows how rough it is. <laughs> You're the lunar, still My god. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know anyone else. Like, we, Nello. We have. Fuck Nello. Also, he's a mouthy bitch. I'm not taking him with me. But wouldn't it be hilarious? No, it would be hilarious for all of us to die. No, he's in the magic meeting room. Oh my god. Did I bring the Wanderer with me? Is that what happened? 
The Traveler, you mean? Traveler. I don't know. My God. That guy's a milky bitch. I wouldn't take him with me to Maha Sushi's. Like, unless, like, someone's like, hey, didn't that guy leave with the Killer Queen? And I'm like, what? Then I'm not, I'm not gonna, I, I don't even, I don't even acknowledge his presence usually. Slum mongrel. Yeah, there's slum mongrel. I do need someone to fly the boat. <laughs> That's the only reason we bring him in where. I don't know anything about this guy. He's kind of, he's kind of exists. He he flies stuff. He likes money and whores. Um, who? The lost egg. The uh, dragon blooded. The super soldier. No, the lost egg. One of the two. Oh uh, yeah, there's the two female dragon blood. The ones they that tried to you know slip you slip you a roofie. Remember them? Yeah. Also, why would I want those? Like I don't know. Like. So you, Kana, and that's it. It seems like I should take more people, but I don't know, man. We don't know pee anybody. Pants, what? Pee pants, Nello. I'm not bringing Nello. Seriously, it's specifically like this guy. Me, like, is like you have to be like, like, fucking polite and like pay respects to him and stuff. Nello is a mouthy bitch. Always talking about how he's equal with everybody, and it's like you are not. So no, I'm not bringing that guy. Desert Melody. Like, are they done? Yeah. Oh, he's a looter. Yeah, I mean, a solar. Yeah, he is a solar. I keep not thinking of him as one because he's really good at lore. Pass me one of those cookies. He's such a loser. They're hot. Just... Pass me one of those cookies. Okay. <laughs> with your bare hand. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh wow, they're really uh no, Yeah, no. if I had this to you it's gonna molten chocolate your hand to death, so uh get a paper towel. Don't be a baby. Fuck you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you like made and is handing you a cookie and you're Thank like, you. Don't be a baby. Don't be a bitch. Hmm. Mmm, cookie. Cookie cat, he left his family behind. I never contemplated that you would be evil. Ah. Uh, could you give me the test subject to tell me if it's actually done? It's so fluffy. They need time to set, I think. Mm. Yeah, I guess I'll bring Desert Melody. Like, he is a solar. It's actually really good, Kevin. Good. Excellent. I just have... Oh! Hey! Hey! Wanna oh. come with me to go see Mahasuchi? And he kind of goes a little pale. Meet with Five Days Darkness. Oh, the shadow of the unconquered sun. Yeah, I know that. I, I've heard of that guy. He's like, I know that guy. I'm like, what the fuck, man? He's <laughs> the one that taught me to be a soul there. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. He's a eating. Mm. <laughs> How method of you, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need five days darkness for? I mean, are you just interested academically? Well, yes, but... Um, Very contentious individual. He's the god of calibration. Like, literally, five days of darkness. Mm -hmm. But, they say, recalibration, he possesses a small child and has them murder his family with his bare hands. Why would he do that? It's like he's in a trance, they've said. I've checked records. 
and and I've interviewed spirits that are related to the calendar gods that have interacted with him, and it's some sort of uh, redemption ritual. I don't know. It's something tied into his history. I don't know. A child murdering their parents. The 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 shadow of the unconquered. The usurper. Uh, Incarna that led the war against the primordials. Oh, people are just chirping with theories about it. Interesting. Like, is he the, 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 the guilt or the resentment or the anger the Unconquered holds towards the Titans? Is that why he does it every calibration? They say calibration is when the games of divinity cease and begin repairing and recalibrating themselves for the next year, and that's why the Incarna mingle among mortals during calibration. So, Holy fucking shit. So. I need to know <laughs> things that I don't know in this tarnation. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Why are you useful now, you dick? <laughs> oh, So is man. it possible that during calibration, you know, when, when the Unconquered's mind is not occupied with the games and, and, and winning and being first among e- equals, maybe he, his thoughts go back to um, patricide. That's what I've heard. It, it's it's five days darkness is very interesting. He's almost like a, an ego to the unconquered. Like, oh, wait, Jungian psychology doesn't exist in Exalted. Um, it's almost like he's a representation of of the Poe. No, the the animal soul. If 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 such a being as the unconquered could have it, hmm. the 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 soul, the 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 the, the predator, the the animal, or the meat, the. The impure urges, which the Unconquered can't have. He's the best of all the virtues in creation. He's without fault. Probably rude to ask Five Days Arthas about this, though. I hear he's very amicable. Hmm. Not a fan of Dragonblooded. That's also very good to know. Hmm. Like a cookie, Nicole? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I need milk. Um, these are so good. Thank you. Are you dying? Mm. I'm just going to pause. But, well, that's very interesting. I'm also interested in the meeting with Five Days Darkness because we need his blessing for the Five Days Darkness. Oh, the directional titan. Yes. I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm not really... Inclined to that sort of uh, skill set, uh, I don't really know how artifice or, or sorcery works. It's very interesting. I, I imagine I just I just haven't been able to really kind of grasp it. I'm much better. I'm, I'm much better uh, with, with things that are things that are written, not really changing stuff like sorcery does. I'm not really good with my hands either. Artifice is, is so complicated. There's so many things to keep account of. You're an instrument player, though. It's it feels different. Hmm. I understand. I'm not an artist, but I am fantastic at all this. Hmm. Well, you repaired the five days darkness. That that that's <laughs> that's important. Also, and he just like gestures vaguely at everything that's around them, like the mm. entire city. 
I've never been very uh, good at geomancy. I've been trying to learn it, but it's it's complicated. It's feng shui, the, the the different balancing of the elements in the in construction. I could teach you. Oh, well, I'm that, very good at teaching. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Pool our resources. Mm-hmm. But yeah, five days darkness. He's an interesting figure. <laughs> then he'll just feel shitty about himself for not being courageous. <laughs> <laughs> this food's really good. <laughs> Nicole's also eating the cookies Kevin made. Those cookies are fucking amazing. Cookies, cookies, cookies. Put them in your mouth. That is from undergrads. <laughs> I know. And it was a different thing Rocco was singing in undergrads. I know. <laughs> My god. <laughs> Alright, so do you go with the... Does he want to come with me? Yeah, Desert Lullaby will go with. Cool, he can like, play music and shit. Yeah. Um, and he's smart or whatever, it's nice being around smart people. Even though he's kind of whiny. Um, Unsure, nervous. Yeah. Um, Con is coming, because she's like my little... Apprentice? I'm going to say secretary, but she's supposed to be an apprentice. There's no one else. Over there. In I'm the corner. not bringing the mouthy bitch. It's like specifically one of the situations where you shouldn't bring someone who's mouthy. I mean, I'm prideful enough. Are we really going to bring someone like that? Who hasn't earned it? Yeah, fuck him. Uh, who else could you guys possibly bring? I, uh, I could bring the alchemicals, I guess. There's that one, um, Dragon King. The engineer. Or... No, not the engineer. You could bring the alpha if you want muscle. Yeah, but he's not. Bring a reminder as well. Praetorial with him. Yes. I forgot Toriel. Not Toriel. Tudor's by Claw? Tudor's by Claw. I keep forgetting about her. She basically spends her time managing her domain and, and managing kind of the, the the people who are raising the Dragon Kings. Like she, she's basically making sure that all runs smoothly. Mm-hmm. It's more long term. It seems like I should bring some kind of muscle. Like all so far, the people I'm bringing is like a girl, a, like a little girl. She has a demon lung. And myself. You can find that other lung and bring it. It's probably strong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, that's stowed away in one of the Traveler armors. I mean, or one of the... someone with one amazingly powerful arm. Someone... You know, someone who's so cool. Who is so used to surviving in the North. The hard, difficult North. Oh, Nello. Okay, I'm like, who the fuck are you guys trying to talk about? The Killer Queen doesn't have a strong arm? What? You should create, like, an Edie-style bodysuit for uh, one maid to travel around in. <laughs> seriously though you we should... leave and the whole city just shuts down it's like I didn't think this through seriously though you should probably like craft an ally that's like artifact 4 or 5 so you could have like a bodyguard with you but seeing as you're you know the lizard the lizard queen uh, <laughs> why not just bring the, the alpha can I control him though like... yeah he's intelligent is he yeah he was on the cusp of it and the dragon kings enlightened him oh okay cool yeah 
also it's like a whole warrior society or whatever. You might be into that. Uh, they worship you as gods. Yeah. Like the Alpha and the Omega. You're their dark seed. Or dark side or whatever. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you and Desert Lullaby take the lift down with Kana to, uh, to the Dragon King area uh, on the, that's kind of outside town. Or not outside town, but outside the main core where they're setting like up the... Scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like, everyone else is gone. I'm just like, oh, let's try to piece together something. Yeah, and in one of the uh, the pits where the, the Raptocks are kept, there's there's a much larger Raptock. He is probably 30% larger than all the other ones there. Like, he, he is head and shoulders bigger, stronger, and looks more angrier. Uh, and he's kind of kept separate from the rest of the bull males. Because <laughs> he's killed a few of them. Fair enough. Uh, he's basically Killer Croc. <laughs> like, just a big uh, velociraptor muscular thing on that's bipedal with, like, large clawed hands. You know, it's wearing, like, uh, not scraps, but it's wearing skins and leathers and stuff. And it, it's staying in the dark, basically, where it's cool, like a, like a snake. Uh, when the uh, other dragon kings kind of uh, bring you to them. Like, you're separated by a cage. What's your name? They call me the Alpha. They tell me I don't have a name yet. It'll come in time. Suppose because you can't remember the past ones yet? They say there's someone else in here with me. But they have to remember. Okay, that sounds really fucking creepy, Devin. Um, like, is he just meaning that... He yeah, he'll, he'll eventually enlighten more and like remember okay. his past lives. Okay, I'm like, dude, I don't want to bring the possessed rap talk with me. <laughs> The talkers say that I'll talk to, talk about things that aren't, things that aren't meat, things that aren't violence. I don't know how to feel about that. Violence is simpler. This guy's really metal, but he's also intimidating. I don't know. That's a good thing. Want to let him out of his cage? Is he like, will like he worship me and shit too? Well, you should talk to him. You're right there. Yeah. He's scary though. <laughs> <laughs> so, how would you feel about getting out of that cage for a while? Coming with me to, uh... He's essentially a bodyguard. Will there be things to hunt? Like I'm assuming, right? Like I don't want to. I don't want to like start like fucking trying to attack the lunars or whatever. No, but you're going to the east, and that place is you know full of shit, full of predators. Isn't also like where raptors are from? Yeah, it's like his natural habitat. Definitely. They, the talkers, they, they let me hunt, but they catch it for me ahead of time. That hardly seems sporting. 
May used to let me out. They don't anymore. <laughs> Picture one of the handles just with like big claw marks down his yeah, face. Yeah, a lot of these Dragon Kings looked pretty good in storage. Now that they've been out for a while trying to raise the new generation of Raptox, Terox, and Anklox. They're looking pretty thrashed. Like, they're strong. These these are like Essence 4 and 5 Dragon Kings. But, you know, the, there's so many savage Dragon Kings for them to raise. Accidents happen. Is there anything I can do to help them with that? Just provide them with facilities which you have and let them do their things. Okay, Until so you, this isn't unusual. This is just This like, is how it goes, man. Okay. No one's sad about it. It's like, oh, I got fucked up by a youngling. And they're like, ha, 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 that's what you get. Loser. Maybe you'll be a youngling next. They don't use the word youngling. No one uses the word youngling. <laughs> My laugh sounded weird and it made me laugh more. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna unlock the cage and uh Alright, the other Dragon Kings come by with like hooks and stuff and like start unhooking like <coughs> his enclosure and uh, <coughs> he basically walks forward and his claws and stuff in his body make a fair like shudder in the ground. He just kind of opens up and stretches up into the sky. He is a full, like, two, three heads above you. Awesome. You can see that his scales have, like, scars into it that look like they're self-inflicted. They're, like, really crude, like, square depictions of the sun and stuff. Extra awesome. (laughs) It's, like, cracking his neck and, like, stretching his arms and stuff in the sunlight. How's P-Pants doing? Oh, he's hanging in there. <laughs> One of the Dragon Kings brings him a, uh, it looks like a branch almost, but um, it's it's a big thick section of branch that has like uh, almost kind of like rose petals growing out of it. And when he picks it up, you can see, you can feel him attuning essence to it. And the thing basically splits along the side and grows thorns uh, and looks kind of like, uh, you know what a, what a saw blade looks like? Yeah. A saw blade made out of thorn and, and crystal and wood. <laughs> at first I was like... They I grow can, those. Yeah, at first I was like, I can probably make him something better. But I'm like, oh, well, that sounds like it's his thing, so okay. Yeah, they grow their weaponry and armor. Like, I could make him better, but he probably likes that one, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's a sword club. It's used for... Savaging. <laughs> oh, Mal Sushi probably likes that kind of shit too. Like he'd mm. he'd probably be very interested in um Dragon King technologies. You you wanna bring that up to the Dragon King? Yeah. Uh, I actually probably say that out loud as he's doing that. One of the uh, the engine seer looks at you, he's like, We could provide you with a sword club bulb. Instructions how to tend to them. That would be fantastic. That'd probably be like the perfect the perfect. Yeah, they, they, they get bring you like a little like container basically that would have like instructions and stuff in it. Uh, this, <clears throat> the, they know who Mahasuchi is. They're from the Shogunate era. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, here are instructions for him. It's in Old Realm. He'll, he'll get it. Awesome. What are they? Like, no, Majestic's going to go over the instructions and stuff. I guess like, you don't have to it's say planting it. shit, yeah. But yeah, because um, he's also, like, the Majestic's also very interested in their technology. It's super outside of what he knows. Yeah. And it's crystal, like, Dragon King crystal technology? Yeah, but it's so cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my fucking gift, too. Yeah. That's amazing. How Does it just grow one? No, it'll turn into, like, a bush of them. Awesome. They also have, like, thorn throwers. They give you basically a set. 
thorn throwers, uh, carapace armor, the whole thing. Awesome. Thorn throwers are whips, and when you whip them, the the top of it's basically like it's like a Venus flytrap on rope. And when you whip it, the Venus flytrap then shoots out poison burrs and stuff, or spits acid. Like Dragon King technology is savage. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'm not gonna bring him that boat. I've... Well, he just cut it loose and it just crashes on into the south. Like, <laughs> like a fucking Mad Max ship or something from Fist of the North Star. Like, I could bring him both, but that seems a little bit overdoing it. I don't want to seem like I'm trying to like, kiss his ass kind of thing. Like, I'm just bringing him like a, like a house present. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, yeah, overdoing it just seems like... Alright, you cut the boat loose. <laughs> <laughs> repurpose it later or some shit but yeah when they're getting the alpha ready they uh they give him basically like dragon king armor like mm-hmm. light armor or whatever they, they don't give him anything really over the top because he needs to kind of figure it out mm-hmm. they do uh get like a little like poppy seat that's kind of green and sickly looking and has like little vines coming out and just drop it into one of his eyes and it just starts growing over his eye and stuff whoa what is that essence lenses what's in like have essence light uh, not really. It lets them. It, it makes their vision better. In what way? See in the dark. Track things. Highlight things that are important. Terminator vision. A little bit, yeah. That's and, amazing. And they drop those into his eyes, and they just kind of grow over as lenses. They also protect the eyes from like injuries. Mm. I kind of want. <laughs> oh, you want to start augmenting yourself, eh? Go back to the fr- go back to like the primordial war where you where one of your press incarnations was all drinking tech. Like that's awesome, and I kind of do want that actually. But also, I mean, come on, you don't fuck with perfection. You load the alpha into the sky ship. Yeah. Also, we're aren't I gonna take um. Like one of what's her name's skyships because it's better. Yeah, shockwaves. Kind of a piece of shit at this point, but I need to make a new one. Yeah, you need to turn that one into a real sky ship. Yeah. Which means you don't need a uh, mongrel to pilot it. So you can just leave him behind. Oh, yeah. Does he want to come? I mean... <laughs> I don't it sounds like you got your party. Yeah. More cookies. <laughs> you got Kana, uh, Desert Lullaby, and The Alpha. A size category large Tarok or Raptok uh, Dragon King. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think I need anybody else. Like. All right. I kind of want to bring Nello just to see him get his ass kicked, maybe killed. But also, I don't want to do that because. I like Void Within Mythos, I think? You take flight. It's going to take a little while to get there. Probably a few days. Uh, Do you try to pass the time with any one of these party members in particular? Mm. I want to get to know them. But... I don't know what I would do with the alpha. Like, he seems like the type that might like fighting, but I'm not a fighter. I'm not going to fight him. I'd die. I'd be dumb if I fought him. Um, he talks a lot about the the sun and violence and stuff. He's interested in that kind of stuff. He doesn't... It sounds like he has ideas. He just doesn't know how to articulate them. I can definitely help him with that. 
but uh Yeah. Yeah, if you want to talk about that. Um, also... Guy. Desert. There lullaby. we go. I cannot remember his name. You said it like two seconds ago. I just cannot remember it. Uh, Desert Lullaby wanted to learn stuff that I know about. I can definitely teach you. Yeah, you guys basically swap yeah. information. Oh, I know how to play the guitar a little bit. The the C-Jan or whatever it's called. Yeah, whatever. The guitar. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh yeah, look what, uh, look what Admiral Sam taught me. My dog has fleas. <laughs> Basically, because I didn't take any fucking ranks in it. <laughs> it's probably like the, uh, the Koto, or a Baiwa or whatever. They're all guitars, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the Baiwa. Okay, pause. Sure. And we're back. Where were we? <clears throat> in the ship? Um... We should write a song together, because what's-his-name's really good at music, and the other guy has ideas that he doesn't know how to say, um, and I want to make it, like, a really awesome song about, like, like, I want to make, like, a death metal song, but not, like, death metal, but, like, you know, like, about, like, blood and battle and, like, that kind of stuff, like, get the adrenaline. A power metal song? Yeah, like, get your, like, adrenaline pumping on a song. I'm not necessarily power metal, because you don't have the instruments or whatever, musical taste for that so but yeah like that kind of like adrenaline pumping like you know bloodlust war song awesome yeah 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 all right that's that's what you guys do to bond yeah <laughs> um yeah uh, i don't really have anything else to do i just thought that would be a cool thing to do <laughs> all right. Uh, eventually, um, I guess you got kind of a rough location, like fall over here, go this far up, blah, blah, blah. So your skyship eventually dips down and starts uh, flying over a river. Um, I just know which one it is, but it doesn't matter anymore, so whatever. <laughs> uh, and then eventually uh, starts to follow kind of a trail by flying above the tree line a bit, but the trees are huge in the east, so... Uh, eventually, you guys are going to just have to land and uh, walk. That sucks, but okay. Well, yeah. like You can't really follow the trail in the sky ship because the trees are huge and enormous and the canopy's yeah. thick. Unless you start just crashing through every tree you found. That sounds like a dumb idea. Fucking throwing a flamethrower out, burning everything to the ground. <laughs> As his cannons firing, disintegrating the wildlife. <laughs> I'm assuming we brought, like... Supplies. Supplies and, like, a way to carry shit. Yeah. So, like, we don't have to carry shit. But, yeah. <laughs> Alright. You guys land the cruel weight, and you guys begin your uh, walk into the forest. Dense, dense, um... I guess it would be, um... Like, like thick redwood trees and, like, oaks and, like, like big, heavy... Uh, you know, eight, nine men across trees. Like this place is this place is primeval. I've never seen so much vegetation in my life. Oh yeah, you're from the desert. <laughs> and the only other place we really went was up north. Uh, this place is a cacophony of sound and life. Uh, you can oh, see gross. you can see things <laughs> moving in the trees. There's animals everywhere that are giving you kind of a birth. Um, you come across sometimes nests like. Like where, where animals are staying in caves and kind of just 
route around. Uh, insects everywhere. Uh, birds are flying low to the ground and hanging out. Uh, woodland creatures. This, this place is teeming with life. Uh, maybe after a couple hours of walking, uh, you see your first uh, totem. Uh, it looks like a skeleton dressed up in the Shattered Maze of Realm armor on a crucifix, nailed to a tree with like snakes coming out of its like with an actual snake like going around a skip rib cage and going out of its mouth and like stuff growing over it. Rock. The realm word for coward is carved into the skull. Nice. I find it funny how the majestic seems like he'd be kind of like, you know. Well, I wanted to be all highbrow and like fancy, but he just fucking loves this shit. The patron and, of dragon kings, right? For a reason. <laughs> like, he just loves the whole Aztec, like, bloody sacrifice. He just loves it. Also, I like the idea, because, like, the Majestic isn't an artist, but he builds things, and his aesthetic is basically what influenced artistic choices in, like, the first age. So, I like the idea that. The reason he made stuff like that, like, it wasn't really an artistic choice because he wasn't an artist. He's kind of sucked at it, so he just made it look, you know, functional. And people are like, it's so innovative and artistic! <laughs> He's like, yes, yes, that. <laughs> That's what's happening here. <laughs> so we trek on. Um, <clears throat> the Alpha can totally... Um, Hunt and stuff, but I prefer he stays close. Well, the elf is killing him. animals. Yeah. Like, when you guys encounter predators or, like, things that are stalking you, he goes out and he murders it. Awesome. And there's, like, bears and tigers and Lions. panthers. Um, at one point, you think you see, like, like um, what are they called? Um, claw striders. Like actual velociraptors, and he just goes and he just tears through them. I keep forgetting that claw striders and his people aren't actually the same thing. His things. people are called stalkers yeah. by the locals. Because that's what they do. <laughs> but it is a goddamn horror show. Rock. Uh, just pause. <coughs> As you enter beyond the totems, and like there's like spears stabbed into the ground with like other things on it, you know, bodies. Uh, there's clearly like planked and carved wood uh, into like uh, effigies and broken pieces of architecture that are just splayed onto the trees to make it look like there was like encampments here. You can see roosts and crows' nests built into the trees and canopies for like ambushes. Uh, the ground is trampled here and. Uh, as you get further and further in, it starts to smell much more musty, like territory that's been marked. Uh, trees have been cut and scarred down. Um, some of the ground's been ripped up, almost quarried, uh, like you see uh, like further into some of the brush. And there's like clear tracks that someone's been dragging stone out of like quarried areas towards like a more central area. Hmm. And uh, uh, that's when the first of the, the beast men start showing up. They're man-sized, muscular, uh, bipedal, but they have a hunch to them. Uh, like some predatorial combination of wolf... Uh, what was it? Uh, wolf, goat, and like vampire bat. 
Interesting. Like, like they have that kind of just angry muzzle to them, and have like like kind of bad ears and like curling ram horns and the the sheep eyes and whatnot. Jesus, they're Satan. Yeah. Some of them have uh, clubs that have like bits of metal uh, shrapnel rammed into them. Some of them have proper machined spears. Uh, a couple of them have um, like scythes, like actual like like war scythes. Uh, some of them wear armor. Some of them wear nothing. Uh, a lot of them they 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 look kind of like mutants. Like some of them have fur coverage. Some of them don't. Some have human legs. Some are like digigrade or whatever. It's a mix mishmash. All of them have um, ritual scarification around their body that leaves like empty patches of fur that that is in the same vein as um, first age kind of tattoo artistry. Hmm. Maybe with like molten metal poured in to kind of. Uh, it kind of apes those tattoos you saw on the the Desert Melody's uh, Lunar Mate, but these are brutal. Yeah. And like they wear like tribal stuff, like their ears are pierced, and there's like bones and skulls and tchotchkes. Tchotchkes. Tchotchkes, like just stuff. Okay. You know, bits of broken sword, bits of uh, cracked open hearthstones, that kind of stuff. Shit. Okay. Well, yeah, probably we, uh, two dozen just kind of come out onto the road or like the path you've been following and make themselves known. Um, so like they're like blocking the way. Uh, they see you. They kind of like you notice that you're kind of semicircle surrounded as they come out of the brush and stuff. And the, there's a lead one, probably bigger than the rest. You know, more asymmet- asymmetrical. And they just kind of let you pass and kind of start walking with you. Honor guard style. Yeah. They're okay. escorting you into the the heart of darkness, basically. Jesus Christ. You're starting to see more of the first age architecture here. Like Mayan pyramids, flat topped, breaking out of the ground. Some of them have sunken over time and like been flooded by like swamps taking over. <laughs> uh, some have just been shattered open, but they're everywhere. Like... You know how the Pyramid of Giza would have, like, you know, those three big pyramids and then, like, smaller infrastructure? It's like that, but those Pyramids of Giza are every once in a while, are, like, every couple of miles. Just big, imposing uh, mausoleums to the first age. This place looks way less developed and refined than most other first age stuff you've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, because, probably because this place is so close to Rathus in the east, this is probably, like, an early war camp. Makes sense. And you see, and like these things are manses too, like most of them. And you see other stuff, like uh, some more modern architecture. You know, the the kind of towers and almost sorceress uh, Tower of Babel style kind of architecture. But that's all been broken and torn apart, uh, leaving only like two or three story roots behind or stumps. <gasps> and uh, yeah, more of the forest is cleared away here. Uh, torches with like capped with skulls that are on fire with like animal fat burning here. Uh, huts made of wood. Uh, pens have been carved out of like uh, the different trees and put together from like stone and stuff. You can see animal and livestock. Uh, sometimes in the distance, you think you see people among kind of like stuff that's penned in. I don't like it. Yeah, this place is like a. Like a thatched and wood uh, camp. Something you've seen like a Vietnam War movie. Okay. 
And yeah, everyone gives you guys a wide berth. There's a lot of noise and sounds of fighting, uh, training, military parade stuff, like them getting ready for combat. But none of it's like organized, like you've seen soldiers uh, been organized. This is more like guerrilla tactics or hand-to-hand combat or them, you know, just teaching each other how to fight. Awesome. They all give you a wide berth. And like, yeah, all of these like pyramids and stuff are capped with like dawn cast symbols or twilight symbols there's statues here you can tell are from like you know you have memories of of these kind of large almost uh totem pole statues that have like iconography of like the unconquered or ripped apart titans and stuff just kind of made into them one of them has a clear you know four-armed man in effigy but some of the arms are broken like at the top with like things crawling up it and like one of the arms has a spear and it's killing the things on the totem pole Clearing itself free. That sounds awesome. Yeah, this place is... If you if you were any other PC in any other game, this would have been the wrong place to walk on into. <laughs> this is the part of the movie where the, the white tourists start freaking out. How's uh, Kana and... Uh... Kana's on edge. The Alpha's on edge. Everyone's on edge. Okay. I'm going to walk around like I own the place, essentially. Like, Perfect. Yeah. Giving off that air of confidence. Yeah. Uh, probably an hour's travel in, you start to get to more of the superstructure. His domain's big. Yeah. And you basically landed kind of in an inlet in the middle of it. Um, this is These were more the, the superstructures of the E-Star, like, you know... Uh, you know how big, like, say, FSU campuses or, like, university campus? Imagine that size campus, but it's one single building. Like, just one big pyramid mausoleum. But, like, some of the couple of ground floors are go all the way through and are, like, hollow. So, like, it's like a building on stilts or, or you know. There's hanging gardens everywhere. You can see rivers running through here. Some of the manses still give off kind of their more uh, aesthetic stuff. Like, one of the manses, one of the, the, the smaller temples is on fire. It just the whole thing's on fire. It's made of polished white stone, and it just burns. Uh, another one is just you know weeping water out of every stone pour. And uh, in, in front of that larger superstructure uh, temple, there's there's a throne made. Uh, it's carved together from orichalcum, and it's been embedded with moon silver, and it's big. And it has it, it looks like it's been moved from wherever it used to be. And has been put on top of a sort of almost funeral pyramid of skeletons and bones uh, from people. And just some of it's like the wreckage of a war strider and stuff. And it's just this big platform raised up in front of the temple. And sitting on it is a 13, 15 foot tall man creature. Jesus. I guess in that small house suits you. Oh yeah. He looks a lot like the Beast Man, except more symmetrical and more powerful. Um, he has those silver tattoos going all over his body, uh, tracing, like, old, uh, realm symbolism and stuff to, like, Luna and Gaia. Um, he's massive. His hands have multiple digits on them. He has, like, six or seven fingers on each hand, and they're all clawed and stuff. He has the kind of goat legs going on, but they end in in rending talons like a raptor. You can see his teeth kind of jutting out from the goat head, and they're serrated like a shark along each side. 
his eyes have like flecks in them that make it look like he actually like has moon silver in his eyes, like he's mercury poisoned. <laughs> and his horns have been uh, are, are massive, probably about the size of a human head, like each curled horn, and they've been capped and threaded with like metals and, and razors. He's covered in thick, shaggy fur that's dark as night, black as coal. Like, it's actually, if he stands still in the shadow of the temples over him, you can only really see those kind of white, silvery uh, eyes that have a sort of, almost glow to them. Now I'm picturing the Krampus. <laughs> the more metal versions of them that are more, like, big and stocky, yeah. He's Baphomet. Like, all those statues you see of Baphomet in, like, the Church of Satan and stuff. Yeah, that, but way more animalistic. Uh, at his side, his hand is on top of a uh, uh, dire fang, which is like an artifact uh, spear. Uh, it's made of a single strip of moon silver, and it basically curves naturally into a spiral at the top that every once in a while in the right light seems to be turning like water, uh, and the teeth that are edged in soul steel. Uh, in another hand, he has a staff made of, um, it looks like a... Uh, uh, Yggdrasil wood, like like this kind of supernatural oak uh, that has like serpents, live serpents made of orichalcum and soul steel coiling around it and imbued with essence. He also has a lot of artifact stuff, like instead of wearing a hearth, he has hearthstone amulets on, but some of his skin actually has pockets in them that are like filled with uh, metal, like one over his heart where he has a hearthstone socketed in. Uh, a lot of jewelry's on him that's made of the magical materials that have obvious magic going on to them. Like, he, he radiates essence. And yeah, on his forehead, always glowing right in front of it right now, and he's in his war form. This is a thing looters can go into, and just, it's not polite to stay in it for long periods of time. It looks like he never leaves it. <laughs> but his, his cast mark, the, the kind of moon mark, is glowing as a hologlyph in front of his head. Well, they didn't have those. Yeah, they, looters have cast marks. It's how you can tell they're anathema. Although they just had, like, um, the silver tattoos, I didn't realize they had... They have a cast mark. There used to be five casts of lunars, five casts of solars, and they all have marks that relate to the moon and the sun. Okay. I don't know which phase his is right off the top of my head, but it's like the phase of the moon. It might be a full moon or something, and it's just holographically in front of him, because his anima banner is out. And yeah, he just... Yeah. He, he sees you guys approaching. Greetings, Mahasuchi. I thank you for hosting blah, 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 blah. Um, I didn't think of this sentence through before I started saying it. Obviously, this is a new character. <laughs> oh, God. Parlay! There's the word I was looking for. I thank you for hosting this parlay. Uh, please accept these gifts on behalf of myself and the city of Wan May. I'm going to present the things, the awesome things. The, uh, what do you call it? The Dragon King stuff? Yeah, which doesn't look like a lot. Like, it just looks like plants or whatever. Yeah, it's, basi it's basically five or six little crystal pods that have, like, saplings in them or, or like, cuttings in them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to briefly and grandiosely explain what they are. Showing him, like, the one, the weapon that got, that guy has. A yeah. lot of the, like, there are beastmen watching this whole thing, and mm -hmm. some of them don't look like his beastmen, some of them look like, some of them look like, like, eight men, like, like, 
Gorilla Grodd, basically. Like, even with, like, down to, like, the cloaks and the finery and the metal. They're from different <laughs> tribes. And there's, like, snake men and other animal people here, too. But they're much fewer. Uh, one sec. You kind of explain what you've brought. And people look to Mahasuji, but, you know, some of the beastmen look impressed. They look appeased or they think this is this is great like you know weapon plants and monster just kind of puts up his hand and uh like like when as you're going through he's all like not like he's silencing but he puts up his hand like yes i i know what these are um and from what you can tell with the other beastman looks like this is his kind of way of accepting your your tribute and like more some of the more learned and more scholarly looking ones come by and collect it from you trying not to be offended at the fact that you basically just interrupted me and told me to stop talking. <laughs> uh, I already used the voice I was going to use for him with the alpha. <laughs> yeah, not much I can do. Can we pause for a sec? Sure. I'm trying to... Uh, listeners, in case you're not aware, uh, about a day has passed in real life. We had to end last. Uh, we had to end early because we were sleepy. So, so sleepy. Um, if you're keeping score, we just wrapped up Amped Session Two, <laughs> and we have a little bit of time left in the night. So we're just gonna wrap up Nicole's session real quick. And we're back. It's uh yeah. It like I was saying, it's it's just ridiculous that. The Majestic is always the one that wants to start trade agreements or negotiations and stuff like that because he is he is so bad at social and he has he has no idea how to do bureaucracy. He, he's a crafter. He's not even an artist. He, he's just a crafter. He's a pretty boy, but that's really his only advantage. He throws tantrums sometimes. Oh, man, he throws tantrums. He's all like full of himself and shit. But he's always on this, like, let's have trade agreements with the opposite nation. You just start fucking with the nation leaders. Like, literally fucking them, and then no. they'll start trading with you. You've got a Prince 5, use it. No! I think... Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Nothing. Just thoughts on the Majestic's lack of sexuality, essentially. Mahasuchi... Basically, like, accepts your gift. It gets handed off to whoever takes care of that. Uh, and people bring you behind, like, his kind of altar throne area. Uh, deeper into the uh, kind of temple he has. Uh, as I said, he has a large... An enormous temple complex that, like, the, the bottom, like, couple of floors are actually, like, outside. And, like, there's, like, staircases and, like, lifts that bring you up into the temple proper or down to the temple proper. Mm-hmm. And, um, basically you're brought into a, um, a part of the temple that, uh, descends down, uh, and has holes cut into the ceiling that go probably, you know, you go probably, like, 50 feet down, and there's actually, like, uh, metal or stone shafts carved into the ground, uh, to let sunlight and moonlight in. And, uh, there is a temple here, uh, at the bottom of the temple complex, like a shrine, um, 
it, it's it's uh, it's an animist statue. Like it's uh, like um, by animist I mean like it, it's like a statue that's shaped like a man with four arms, who is uh, he stands tall on the altar, um, carries all the same accoutrements that the unconquered does the 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 peace leaf, the horn, the spear, whatever that other one was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it, it looks off. Like, it's made of, like, black stone you can't quite identify in the light. Um, you know, there's, there's offerings here and stuff. There's, uh, uh, old Mesopotamian kind of hieroglyphics that, that tell the story of the shadow of the sun. Uh, and basically from reading them and with the right amount of lore, you can kind of figure out that, uh, five days darkness only appears when the sun isn't in the sky. Hmm. So, yeah, you have a few hours to kill here. nothing about this guy um I can't even think of what he might like so yeah I will I don't know I want to say like meditate but I don't think I'd do that that sounds not like me this, this shrine is probably like I don't know it's like a 20 foot cylindrical room you know, it's small, but it goes up some. It has different, like, uh, polished parts of the the walls that, as the moon slowly comes up, starts to kind of creep the light into it. Should um, anyone else be here with me? If you want. Okay. Depends what you're going to talk to him about. Mm. So, your call. the only one that I would even want here and she's kind of just an assistant so I don't know if that's like rude I guess I can just meet him alone if Maybe. you want Khan to be here she can be here okay. she's basically sitting deference at the shrine the moon creeps across the sky and starts lighting up this place uh, and as it kind of gets into the as the moon kind of sets into position in the sky where the light kind of hits maximum exposure to here. The last shadow kind of peels away from the shrine and there's a man standing beside you. Greetings. He's tall. Um, maybe not like inhumanly tall, but he's definitely... You look up to him. He has that same muscular, dusky build that all depictions of the Unconquered has. The forearms. Um... He's wearing kind of loose-fitting, um, almost almost a traveler's smock. Like someone who, who travels like uh, kind of all the environments would wear. Okay. Um, loose-fitting kind of harem pants. Um, and yeah, his eyes don't have anything in them. They're just empty pools that just go on forever. Is his name like actually just Five Days Darkness? I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he appears, uh, the Majestic probably starts a bit, because... He's fairly close. Yeah, and like, especially because it's like, right there. So he probably starts a bit, and then he's like, Greetings, Five Days Darkness. Hello, Lawgiver. I was wondering if you could do me a favor. He kind of smiles at just the, the, the directness <laughs> of that. 
What did you have in mind? An ally of mine, a friend of mine, uh, is currently in possession of the directional titan, Five Days Darkness. I've repaired it mostly to its former glory, but of course we need your blessing. Of course. The shrine size is desecrated, probably. Almost. Almost undoubtedly. Done. Sure. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Is there anything else? That's basically all I want. I don't care. That's basically all I wanted of him. And he's not asking me if, like, to t he's not telling me to do anything in return for him. So I'm not going to, like, be like, is there anything you want me to do for you? Every like, NPC I have you guys interact with, they, you know, they ask something in return or something first. He's going to do it the opposite because he's, you know, opposite on Conquered Sun. He's going to give you whatever you want first, and then one day, he's going to come back with a favor. <laughs> like, that's basically fine, too. Like, just, you know, it's just, I was thinking of how I do uh, Five Day Stars. I'm like, no, no, no. He's just going to give it to you up front, <laughs> and then he'll come back to collect later. So, excellent. Um... I have no idea how to continue this conversation now. I was not expecting it to feel like, yes. And this is like, oh. I'm glad you're so amicable to the situation. I feel like this isn't something that would be very taxing or time consuming. So why not lend a helping hand? It's very much appreciated. Just puts you completely off, off balance. Yeah, like, like legit. Not even just Nicole, but like the majestic would have like he. What? No one just gives away help, <laughs> right? And also, he's like, he, he's not talkative, so like, I, I don't know where, where to go with this. That's. And also, I don't want to be like, oh, that's all I needed, because it basically seems like I, like, summoned him to me, and I'm like, I don't want to seem like I'm being an ass. Out of character? Hmm. Maybe you could offer him something. I don't know what to offer him. I have zero idea what this guy likes. Like, besides apparently possessing a small child and killing its whole family. Every he also likes revenge. Who's fucked him over do I know of? The calendar gods. They have fucked him over and I do know that. How would I even help with that though? Hmm. I, I probably would have thought on this beforehand too. Because, like, trying to think of what he might want in return. So, I just want to make it clear that I'm not just completely frozen there in character. Yeah. Like, a little bit. But not as much as this is. Mm -hmm. But, like, the calendar gods fucked him. I don't exactly even know why they fucked him or how. I just they were petty. They're, they're just, like, jerks. They were dicks stuff. to him because he was the shadow of the sun. Okay.
how would you go about getting revenge on something like that? I don't, I don't even know. I definitely don't even know how you get revenge unless you walked up to the calendar guard, calendar guard and started beating them up. <laughs> Which would be hilarious. Don't mess with time. <laughs> I will mess with time. <laughs> I will mess with time. Um, the only thing I can think of is something way more monumental than I have the, uh, the power for. But it'd be really cool to just like take a day away from each of them and give it to him instead. And it's like, you know... He's not the five days darkness anymore. However many months there are, he's that many more days of darkness. But that seems like you'd fuck with everything. Well, I did. <laughs> I accidentally knocked over the power cord. It went flying, <laughs> but it didn't hurt anything. Shockingly. Also, he's not asking for anything in return, so I don't want to just be like... Is there anything I can do for you? Because then he's just like, then he's like, uh, yes, but I wasn't going to ask. So you could have just gotten this scot free, but you decided to be weird about it. <laughs> you could ask him questions about, I don't know, himself, the son, whatever. I actually am really curious about him, but I'm glad you're so amicable about it. And he's like, I figured it wouldn't be a lot of effort or whatever. So why not lend a helping hand? Did I respond after that? I don't think so. I think you were just like, ah. <laughs> I'm not used to people just giving me what I want. <laughs> Can I retroactively say P-Pants was here? If you want, sure. Yeah, because he was really curious about this guy, too. So, like... Or maybe he's not here and I can, like, call him in later or whatever. But, yeah, I'm going to be like... Well, that's, um... Once again, very much appreciated. And really the only solid reason I want to speak with you, but I have a friend who's very curious about you. He's a scholarly type, as I am myself. If you have any spare time. Or if you prefer, of course. He's like motioning like you don't care. Kind of, the Majestic, it, it's very clear he's not really sure what he's doing He looks now. amused at how put off you are. Yeah, he's just like, um... Sure, I could... talk with your scholar. Here, Trevor Cory, Trevor Cory. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... He kind of, like, makes that motion that he's gonna leave the temple on foot, like he's gonna walk out the door. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, you can come with. Yeah, I'm gonna come with. Uh, as he walks, he puts out one of those, like, ebony, dark, like, veined arms. He just kind of ruffles Connor's hair a bit. And you can see Essence transferring. You, you can detect it. He spiked her with something. What did he do? What did he do? What did he do? He just walks on out. Oh man, now I'm worried. But it might have just been like a blessing. It might be like now he's gonna possess her, but then he's gonna be sad because she doesn't have a family to kill. Um, You'd think someone like him would be able to know that. Yeah, like he uh, yeah he just leaves and goes to uh, talk to Desert Melody. Okay, I'll uh I'll look over at Kana. What she what's she looking like? She looks 
fine. Maybe a little more ashen. Stop fucking with her. She's just a little girl, everybody. Stop trading her organs away and whatever the hell this is and killing her entire village. Oh my god. Everyone's had a hand at, at this point. God. And I just put my arm around her shoulder and walk on out. <laughs> oh, the laughter in the soundtrack. Oh, Alright. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, that was Five Days Darkness. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. I have to, like, put her under, like, a microscope now. Do you? Do you want, like, a gift horse in the mouth? I'm gonna, but not right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. Like, legitimate. I have no idea what he just did. He made her look more ashen and shit. What did he do? Is she a fucking vampire or some shit now? Come on. Is, is he a vampire? He's not a vampire, but he can't exist in the sun, so neither can vampires. Oh my god, you're prejudicing Five Days Darkness just like the calendar gods did. What do you mean prejudicing Just because him? he can't exist in the sun, he must be some sort of undead or angry spirit. That has to be exercised. No, like if he turns something into something that can't exist in the sun, the vampires are the only thing I know that can't exist in the sun. That's not even a thing. Plus, I know he's not, like, evil. He's just whatever. Alright. I don't have anything else for him. Um, I'm curious about how people are going, how people are going to react. Actually, let's, let's, let's play that out. Let's... P-Pants and him have a fairly private, maybe a little animated conversation. Like, P-Pants seems to just ask him about Things about how, how, how gods like him work. Like like how how the hierarchy, maybe early stuff about reality and stuff. You know, how what who what what the sun's like. <laughs> I'm very interested in all of this, but I don't really have anything to add. The Majestic might have stuff to add. He's way smarter than I am and like would know what kind of questions to ask, but like as Nicole, like uh, Really it looks like you're not excluded, but it seems clear that, that you know, he's going to talk to the dude, because you told him to. Yeah. And someone mentions that your other guest is here. Oh, well, you guys will tell me about it later, I guess. Jealous face. <laughs> At least it's not a talkathon again. <laughs> Everyone getting to talk to a talkathon but me. Alright, I will go to, uh, yeah. You're brought out of the, the Under Temple to Five Days Darkness, and, uh... There's a sort of clearing in the camp, or in the, the, the war domain, such as it is, near Mahasuchi. And uh, there, there's a, a circle that's been cut out of the undergrowth. Been kind of old stone and statues have been uh, tamped down to, like, swampland and turned to kind of like a, like a meeting circle with, like, a table in the middle that's scarred up from claw marks and swords and looks like maps have been on here or, like, things have been drawn on it. And, uh, yeah, when you get there, there's the Traveler. You know, your old solar exalt buddy. But turns out he's been dead the whole time. And he was a lunar wearing his skin. Just a barrel-chested, long-bearded dude wearing mercantile robes. And he's just hanging out, leaning uh, sideways on the table. Also, I did explain to Kana the basic situation. Oh, what? That he was murdered? Like... And there's a monster wearing his skin? Essentially, but I made it sound less horrible than that. 
I probably didn't make it sound like he was murdered, but made it sound like this is just like another dude wearing his face, essentially. It sounds pretty horrible, so I don't know, man. But she has to know, she has to know the truth, because she's with me all the time, so, you know, she's going to know everything, which is bad, because people shouldn't know everything besides us, but whatever. <laughs> Why is there a steal this session? No, I'm just, it, it's nice and kind of ominous. <laughs> ah! Well, oh, sorry, I have to get the Traveler's Voice, which, if I remember correctly, was described as a passive-aggressive Kermit the Frog slash George Lucas. So let me let me let me dig deep down and find that voice. I gotta pause. Alright, I think we're good. Well, well, Majestic. Hi. I see uh I see you need uh you wanted an audience with me. Yeah. Wouldn't call an audience more like a meeting, but yeah. So you're good at infiltration. Uh you know, it's something I've been told I uh Sell that. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. It's so kind of you to compliment me. So, there's a place I'd like you to infiltrate for me. Hmm. Hmm. We want someone to infiltrate the Blessed Isle, part of the realm. House Namek. Namek? Uh, that can't House be right. House Namek. <laughs> that can't be right. That can't be right. <laughs> Are you a Yoshi? Can I ride you? <laughs> Hell yeah. House Namon. Preferably a higher up or someone well enough known that they'd be able to have access to Venif. In House Namon? Yes. To Venif. Yes. Like, it looks like he's, you're losing him. We want to frame someone for killing Venif. Someone from House Namon. Oh. Why did you get so political? Someone has to. Suppose that small army gathering in the lap might have something to do with it. Of course. Hmm. There's actually a two-pronged approach we're taking here. Um, if you, or I suppose if you know anyone, but you're the only one I know that has proven themselves in this uh, skill set. So what we want to do is uh, coordinate and attack on the lap with, well, more of an infiltration on the lap, with a uh, with the assassination. Basically destabilize everything. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Well, that's at least a two-man job. Who'd you have in mind for the other man? I do know someone who's also adept at infiltration, although she's currently occupied. But, fuck, I don't remember her name, Devin. Night of Curses? Yes, there we go. Uh, her name's Knight of Curses. Oh, the assassin. Yes. Right. You sent her the last time to deal with me. Yes, I forgot you two I've met. There you go. Hmm. Well, it's not a bad team you've put together. Hmm. Hmm. So, what's in it for me? 
That depends. What do you want? Not an open, not a being exalted equivalent of a blank check. I don't know. I was gonna say not a blank check. I'm like, I don't think those exist. So it's not a um, open season or anything, but I'm sure there's something we can do for you. Huh. This meeting is so much different than what's his name? Five mm -hmm. Days Darkness. Five Days Darkness with Jackson is all like, um, okay, so I just got everything I wanted, and you're this really old, powerful person, and you're interesting, but oh man, I just have nothing here. This guy's like, hey, what's up? You're that dick, right? Yeah. What's up? I, uh, one quarter of all of it. All of it. Creation? Yeah. The, uh, the West. You don't care about anything there. That's bullshit. <laughs> Full autonomy from the deliberative. That's extra bullshit. I would need to discuss this with my circle mates first. Oh. It's a rather grand request for one dead body. Oh, it's a domino, though, Majestic. It falls, the lap falls, one after another. You see where the line's leading. So I think we'll just cash out ahead of time. What? Sorry, like, out of character. He's just saying, just do it? No, he's just, he's, he's taking the big bite now before you divvy it up among everyone else. Ah, okay. It's ridiculous. Especially because creation is actually infinite. Oh, then it won't matter much. How about I compromise a little? That, that quarter, the west, all of it, we'll all move there. All? Of us. Full autonomy from the deliberative. Lunars? Yes. What are you, the leader of the Lunars? Since I just made a deal for all of the West. Fair enough. <laughs> that was the best response. Fuck. Seems stupid. I don't want to give them all the West. That's ridiculous. Is it? It is! It's just because, you know, the West literally can go on forever. It's like, that's way too much. All of the West? Also, like, lawyers are so sneaky. But that's the whole reason I'm going to this guy. What autonomy? That's ridiculous. We're supposed to rule everything. I mean, the alternative is... A little bit down the road, you're trying to unite all your different parts of the world. And then some Burke, like Mahasuchi, comes trampling through your garden. That's a very different take on it. If you can guarantee that the Lunars, all of them, will not stand in our way. Yeah, one quarter of all of it. Full autonomy. We'll go there. Has to be the West. Turn down a bit. Why the West specifically? Huh. You're pretty good at lore. You'll figure it out. 
and make a war check? Why the fuck does he want the West? That's nothing. Stuck in water. Yeah. Can you help me here? It's stuck. What's stuck? Cord. Um, okay. Lore specialties. First age. Autochthonian. Geomancy. Artifacts. The Wild. Dragon King. Shogunate Era. Underworld. Alright, you have enough to make the roll. I am excellent saying this. And you're just like, wow. with like, you know, or personal, personal notes. notes. I wanted to know that I'm finding essence to try to figure this out. Uh, Twelve. Okay, in the west, there is an island just off the the kind of intersection between the west and the south uh, called the Call. And this it's an island that you're pretty sure for the last, since the forming of the, the realm and the Immaculate Philosophy, uh, it's a war zone between the uh, Lunars and the Dragonblooded. The war zone? Yeah, like it's a c- current war zone. Like, the Lunars and Dragonblood only have basically foxholes on the island, and they're killing each other trying to take it. They've been trying to take it for generations. Why do they want it? The call for the Immaculate Philosophy says that that island is where the original five Dragonblood ascended into the Elemental Dragons. Which is bullshit. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not what happened. But that's why they want it. And you don't know why it's significant to the Lunars. Because, you know, there's... Much less information about that. Mm-hmm. But it's like um, a holy war for them. It's like this whole Jerusalem-Israel thing or whatever. Can I roll geomancy to figure out... No, because like- I don't know what the answer is off the top of my head. <laughs> also, it's such an obscure thing you wouldn't be able to figure it out. Because th- th- there's no one to talk to about it. There's no one you have ever would have encountered or any history book that would have told you about it. Both of us aren't authorized to make this deal. Like, I just can because I can just say that I do and he's going to stop me. Which I suppose he could say too, but no. You know how lunars work. I don't know how lunars work, but I do know Mahasuchi's the boss here. That seems to be very evident. Oh, this war domain? Yeah. Yeah. What about this guy if his war domain is the West, including the call? Those are my terms. Figure it out. I will. I've negotiated down as much as I'm willing to go before this isn't worth it for me. Watch this one. But I also kind of like it because him saying this and being like, oh yeah, give us all the West when you take over the world. It's like him basically saying, I know you're going to do it. You guys are just that great. You're just going to take over the world. just playing to your ego. I know, right? (laughs) Vegeta, you know, I know you're playing me. But I don't care. <laughs> but I'm alright with it. I'm nothing but his word to go on that, uh... I'm just gonna be in character. So. I'm nothing but your word to go on that any other lunars will follow any agreements that you make, though. Oh, same here. Look at that. Whereas my side of things is only four other people. Three right now. Yours is... No, it isn't. Yours is the entire solar host, and those whores in you, Sean, once you start dipping your fingers back into them. You're going to give us what, what's ours now, is we're your first among equals, and we're going to take it. And you can divvy up the rest among your other vassals. 
This sounds like a deal. Good. Gonna want some kind of officiating this big of deal, though. Let me put it this way. When I pull off my end of it, if you turn your back on it, you have an entire host in equal size to your solar host aiming down the barrel at you. Yes, but... We've been here longer, and we've had a lot of experience killing other exalts. That has nothing to do with what I was saying. What I was saying is... You just agreed that no lunars would be trying to get in our way. No. Yeah. I have nothing but your word to go on on that. Just going to say... One of us has been more than tr- more truthful than the other. Who would you trust more to keep our sides in line? You to keep uh, the killer queen. As soon as he's like, you keep it. The he just wanderer. Start, he just starts like <laughs> Jessica just starts grinning like, oh, you got me there. <laughs> now on my side we have, and then he gestures over to the throne made of bones and skulls that weep blood and stuff. Well, he's all about honor, as far as I've been told. Which, uh, which one of us do you think has the better enforcer? <laughs> I, uh, I think we have a deal. Sounds like. He puts his hand across the table. Alright. I just sold all of the West, Kevin. All of it. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm not covered by it at all. <laughs> no, it does. Oh, no. it does. Oh, my. Okay, if you want everyone to die by Lunar. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be in touch. Excellent. Just uh, I will send you. Do you? There's still people. They still sleep and dream. I can receive mail, so you can send me a letter when you want to meet up. Letters are slow. So you do know that sorcery exists, right? And it's there for sending mail. Send me a letter when you want to start this whole thing in motion. And I'll meet up with you and uh, the graveyard check. And uh, we'll get this party started. Alright. Very good. You uh, have yourself a good one. I'm gonna leave. (laughs) He just kind of gets up and walks away. Yeah. I don't like it, but whatever. I'll deal with the consequences of my actions if and when it ever comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess you walk, you know, click Kana, click P-Pants, the Alpha. You start to walk back to, uh, I guess, your ship. I guess. I mean, there's not really a reason for us to stay here. As you walk back, Mahasuchi's changed his posture on his throne so that his elbows are on the uh, well-worn grooves in the throne. <laughs> And he's just uh, has like the the chin of his wolf goat snout uh, on his clawed hands, and he's just watching you walk by with a look of not amusement but interest. Okay, I don't like how you phrase that, but okay. He's, he's just you, you you threw out some major plays there. Okay. Well, what do you expect? He's gonna chase you down and rape you to death or something? What? No. My god. The fact that you say, not amusement, but it makes it sound like it actually is amusement. Like, he's he's amused that I was that dumb to agree to that plan. Okay, I thought it was the other thing. I only think that because Kevin keeps bringing it up. <laughs> Selling you off to people. 
I thought you thought that was a stealth thing that was happening. It's like, oh, Kevin no. actually sold you days ago to Mahasuji. <laughs> Did you not listen to his session? Oh my god. Remember my when god. you guys were driving to Mahasuji so we retconned it? He didn't retcon it. He drugged you. <laughs> he drugged you. <laughs> oh my god. This is a saw scenario. You're running a maze. Eh. Eh. You leave Mahasuji's war domain and get in your ship. Yeah. I don't really like that I sold the West, but also... Whatever, it's the West. Eh. You've never gone there. Yeah, but I don't know what they're fighting over. It's like a whole thing. I still like giving people my things. It's mine. Why am I giving it away? Well, now the West isn't yours. Now only 75% of the entire world belongs to you. That's a lie. They live there, but it's still mine. Oh, man. What? All right. Uh, That's it's the truth of the world. I'm sorry if they don't like it, but oh, not I everyone don't. can be born perfect. Not everyone can be a solar. It's amazing. <laughs> Is there anything else? Or I think I think that's it. That's basically it. Um, I will project an air of God. I got everything I wanted, and uh, these people are fools. Uh, like, not too lingerous, but I mean, you know, just for my companions, just, you know, I got everything I wanted, and I did get everything I wanted. And, what's his name? It's very amicable. So Five Days Darkness? That's great. The whole West. God, that guy's a dick. <laughs> like, it's fine, or whatever. I mean, I don't even want the West, it's just that I don't want him to have it. It's not even that I don't want him to have it. It's just I don't like giving away my things. That's literally the only thing is that oh, I don't like no, it. No. But like, lunars seem to be like a legit problem. My God, like, yes. They can like, if they're actually just never going to fuck with us now, that's fantastic. Like, yeah, you know, you go over there, we'll go over here, and you just stay away or whatever. All right. I like it. <laughs> That's a perfect place to end on. I don't like it. <laughs>